everyone and welcome back it's the full 40 with chris and rob part of the stay tuned network brought to you uh no part of the nova insider network <laughs> uh, just just straight up i totally made everything else up i mean that's, that's going into like, our old intro and that's actually a fitting start to the podcast i think it's, it's pretty accurate that's kind of what to expect for this one yeah yeah so we're together we're in vegas like both of us are Drunk, hungover, some mix of both. There are people literally sleeping behind yeah, us. Yeah. They may make an appearance in the Friend Walter's literally fucking passed out. JD is trying to pass out. We're just interrupting their sleep. <laughs> like there's It doesn't matter. Nothing fine. matters. Nothing matters here on the full 40. It's, I think it's all right. it's all just a fucking joke. So <laughs> but anyway, this episode of the full 40 is brought to you by Homefield. Yes, that's right. Homefield is back with a special sponsor sponsorship. Good try. Special Good try on this one. Special, Special sponsorship. sponsorship for the NCAA tournament. Um, they have a 10% off uh, deal going on right uh, through March 22nd, I believe. Yeah. At so midnight. Got, got a few days. Yeah. For returning customers, the code is NOVAMANIA, all caps, N-O-V-A-M-A-N-I-A, NOVAMANIA, all caps, to get awesome legitimate gear uh that you can wear throughout this nova tournament run so yeah, I, think, I, I think you bought it all the first time around. I, I bought at least eight of the 14 <laughs> articles of clothing that they are selling and i love them all um currently just going with the 2018 juju sweatshirt here so that's kind of the reason why i don't have home field on at the moment but i have plenty at home they're really comfortable, and I highly recommend it. And for first-time customers, the full 40 code still works for you. 15% off for first-time buyers using the code FULL40, F-U-L-L-4-0. So if you're returning, Nova Mania. If you are new, FULL40. Those are your codes. They'll get you some uh, awesome discounts. Check out Homefield uh, for all your throwback apparel on some reasonably priced stuff too so you get a discount on what i think is a good value to start uh yeah totally agree yeah 100 percent right. agree all right let's get we, into we, it we have to talk about a game that happened today uh villanova beats the delaware blue hens the fighting Ayo. the fighting dylan painters the fighting <laughs> jameer nelson juniors the fighting everything else the antho chef the antho chef the whole nine yards it was so much connect interconnectivity between these programs here uh, but we beat them 80 to 60 so after friday's games you can say the two-seeded wildcats beat the 15 seed Yikes. you were not able to say Yikes. that after thursday's game as kentucky lost this tournament has been absolute madness and i'm happy that villanova didn't get caught up in it uh yeah absolutely as you mentioned the kentucky wildcats and other cats team lots lost to a different bird yesterday the peacocks the peacocks we yeah. were able to avoid the fearsome blue hens today our arch rivals on the football field so a big win definitely didn't start off the way we thought it was going no. to or wanted to see but it's funny we were so we were at the games kind of set the scene 
we're in Vegas. Obviously, if you're watching some of our, if you're watching the video, you see our hotel room. You checked our Instagram posts. Um, we were obviously at the Cosmo yesterday, which was super, super cool. That was an awesome event. Really awesome. We'll get into that a little bit later. Yeah. Today we're at Top Golf, and we were we had a pretty big group out there. We were definitely the largest Nova group there for sure. It was a little bit quiet to start, just with the way things started yep. and um, not hitting the shots. We kept Delaware, allowed Delaware to stay in the game a little bit too long. And as you were complaining about yesterday, if you let a lower-seeded team stick around for a little bit too long, madness can happen. Though I will say, full credit, I started to turn around, full credit to our friend Sandro. Sandro turns to me with a few minutes left in the first half, and he goes, I want to see us end this first half up 10. I look at him like, that's bullshit. There's no way we're fucking ending this half up 10. And then there you go. Boom. Boom. 10 point lead at halftime. hundred percent. And that was the end of that. Yeah, it was over. The, yeah. the game was over by halftime. Yeah. Um, look, I agree. A slow start. Definitely. Um, and it was awesome though, to watch the game at top golf, uh, which was they had <laughs> top golf is not sponsoring us, but <laughs> no, top golf is not sponsoring us, but they had all the games on. Um, it was, it was an awesome environment and atmosphere. And it was cool to basically watch Nova rip threes and then run over to Jack absolute bombs yeah. with the driver. So that <laughs> yeah. was how'd you was so awesome. so we were talking about this a little bit. Reactions from the game. For me, this one started and like what kind of bothered me at the outset was we didn't really seem to be playing our game. Like we seemed sped up and it was like, all right, we're just gonna yeah, like, we, we, just, we think we, we're better and like we're yeah. just gonna run them over. And we weren't running them over. No, we couldn't hit a shot early on in this game. And yeah. then once the tide turned, then it was over. I mean, we ended up shooting 46% um, from the field uh, overall. So, I mean, from the three-point line overall and 51% from the field. So, and our normal 92, not normal, but like, you know, just a crazy 92% from the free throw line, we were able to just get the job done. I think we got to go into a little bit of awards. I think we should. I think yeah. we, we've been starting that off. So let's let's get into the awards. Um, the alpha dog of the week, in my mind, is Justin Moore. Um, you know, after a, maybe a little slow start, a little, little shaky start, he really settled in. Three for five from deep, seven of 13 overall, 21 points total, six assists, three boards. Hard to argue with that type of stat I mean, line. Just all doing everything. Yeah, he did every, He did a bit of everything in this game. Um, and I keep saying that the thing that changed about his game more than anything else... Is his hairstyle. Well, his hairstyle is yes. obviously just absolute W. But the but the the thing that changed about Justin Moore more than anything else this year was his defense. Mm. And he creates... He's a problem defensively guarding the one or two spots. So I love the way he D's up um, look, Samuels had a throwdown dunk. If when you're talking about Shaq fit, um, there was yes. there was a couple other big time blocks. Slater had a big time block. Yep. Samuels had a big time yep. block. So there's definitely a couple candidates of a Shaq fit man play. Slater almost award. had a man play very early on in the game, but it got called for. I think it was a travel, and he didn't make the shot. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, but yeah. I, th I think Samuels he had went for the he, he went, went for it. He went for the Shaq fit man play, which he did not receive it. Yes. Um, the block, I think, was the Shaq fit man play. There was a couple blocks in there. You could go that, or you can go the the Samuel's cut. He got Painter off his uh, off his feet. The little up fake Painter gets off his feet, and Samuel's just okay, blows by him and absolutely demolishes a dunk. And that was that was. I don't know. I'm in between those three. I think for me, I think I struggle giving it to the block just because 
of how good the block in our previous the previous game that we talked about in the previous yeah. podcast was right so i've got this i've got this super high bar that i'm thinking about when i talk about blocks that are shack fit man plays of the week so for this one for me it was samuels just class it was it's almost like a classic samuels throwdown at this point yeah. the tomahawk you cock it back he's coming at you hard and fast and you better hold on and they couldn't hold on. So right. that one that one gets it done for me. All right. I like that. I like that. Pass the fucking ball award of the week. I just think the slow start was a bit frustrating for me. But I, I don't really have a person I'm going to pin that on. Um, you know, uh, the and then our rotations were obviously weird because we learned before the game that Jordan Longino has a meniscus knee injury. Yeah, let's come back to that. Um, and so he's going to be out. He's day to day and expected to be out at least this weekend yeah. of March Madness. So, so I don't know if I have a Shaq fit man play of the week. You mean week. a pass? You mean a pass? That's what I mean. A pass yeah. fucking ball. Away. And, and I, as we've said on previous podcasts, I don't think we try to force it. So I agree with you. There's nothing that stands out to me as somebody who I'm like, hey, this guy really stunk today. So I'd say we pass on that award. So just to recap, we've got Justin Moore getting the alpha dog, arf, arf. Jermaine Samuels with his usual tomahawk slam, absolutely setting these. Jermaine guys Samuels, up. fifteen to nine, by the way. It, I mean, the scoring was was so so well balanced, which I love. Um, and then nobody gets the pass, the fucking ball work, which is great to see. I'm glad when we struggled to give that one a lot. Look, here's out. the deal: eighty to sixty, we covered the spread. I am happy that we just kind of put it away after the slow start. We kind of got on top. And at the end of the, by the end of the first half, we had taken control in that game. We never looked back. That's what you want to see in your first game in the NCAA tournament. Did we show all the flash and dash that maybe some other top end teams do? No, but this team's never going to give you that. So if you're expecting us to put on a, a razzle dazzle show, like you got another thing coming, that's never going to happen from this team. This team is going to, if this team is going to make a run to the final four national championship, et cetera, they're going to do it by, via rock fight. Um, obviously this cannot qualify as a rock fight um, except for the first 10, 15 minutes of the game. But from here on out, we might need to rock fight our way through to an elite yeah. national championship. And, and I don't have an issue. No. That, that's, that, that's one thing I, I want to make clear to the, to our listeners is I don't have an issue. My knee is in the camera shot now as I'm like scratching my leg, whatever yeah. this is what we're dealing with here. Um, this is not high production value today. So I don't have as if it, it is ever. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Um, I don't have an issue with the way this game played out, and I don't think the fan base should read into the first ten minutes of this game. I always chalk the first ten minutes of a game up to the two teams feeling themselves out, especially in the NCAA tournament. It takes a little bit of time to settle in. So, yes, that's not how we want to start the game. Ideally, we come out and we stomp on everybody right out of the gate. But it's just not going to happen. Yeah, and, and that's, that's okay. my point. And that's, that's my okay. point. That's yeah. Which is tech, talking takeaways. My takeaway is that I feel fine. I don't feel any yeah. particular one way or the other. No, nothing about today's game made me feel any stronger about the team. Absolutely. Than, than I did before. Nothing about the, the game today made me feel any weaker about the team than I did before. Just totally. basically right down the middle of the fairway of what I expected about the yeah. team. And I think back to you know great teams. Obviously, we always talk about 2018. Even 2018 had slow starts, right? Second round game against Alabama, very five going into half or something. Yeah, but very slow start for the first 10 minutes. They were very much in it. I think that was a Dante game, I want to say, who he was really, really going off a little bit. It was a Dante Dante or Mikhail. No, it was both. It was a both game. Yeah, it was like, I want to say Dante started and then Mikhail finished, something like that. But regardless, point being, don't worry about the start. We're in good shape. 
we got done what we needed to get done. Um, should we talk just real quickly about, about Longino? I don't think we know a whole lot. Other no, than, I think I said everything yeah. that there is to know about Longino. He's got a meniscus knee injury from everything I've read. And that can be a pain management situation. As we, as I hear Bob's life answers, kind of an inside joke, but it's also kind of true. Kind of true. Um, yeah. But it could be a pain management situation and he's going to try and fight through it, but it's not going to happen this weekend. So yeah. versus Ohio state, um, which we, do we have the game time yet? I don't think we I don't do. Think we do yeah. um, they're probably waiting until all the other games finish. It's, it's currently seven 30 P Pacific local time. Um, here while we're recording this podcast we got a dinner reservation in about an hour so yeah. we got to find a way to turn ourselves into looking like something presentable should be interesting because we didn't do it for our fucking audience but that's true uh, too bad what else is there? i mean whatever but anyway what does that mean for the rotation so we've got longino yeah. is out we saw some arch today we saw some we saw some ba today yeah which we hadn't seen in a while who looked rusty at best I, I, which can, what you, would you, can you blame him? What would you expect? I yeah. mean, the dude hasn't yeah. played in forever. So, like, yeah, he looked rusty, but yeah, that's what happens. Look, we, we've made this point time and time again. That's what happens when you don't play somebody and you say, oh, hey, I need you to step in. Like, oh, okay, thanks. Sure, coach. I'm, I'm happy yeah, to go well, in. He doesn't like, look good when he plays. Okay, well, you <laughs> wouldn't look good if you played too. Yeah, exactly, right. exactly. Yeah, I get it. But, but I think point being, like, we're probably going to see more of the, a little bit of more of the same in Ohio the rotation's State. going to be tight on, yeah. on Sunday. It's going to be it's going to be six plus. The good news is that you have four or five days off after Sunday, so you can yeah. kind of go for broke here. Yeah, that's kind of my my attitude towards it. I, yeah. Look, rotation's going to be six, you know, plus plus. Yeah, that's that's what to expect here. Jay made sure he rotated a lot of guys in and out this week. Uh, I mean, this game specifically to save up some legs uh, for next game. Yeah. Is what it is. This team won three games in three days at the Big East tournament. I am not accepting legs as a reasonable excuse. No, definitely not right now. All right. Um, before we move on to our Ohio State preview, we're going to try and keep this as short as possible. We do have another ad, um, yeah. which is like record setting for a podcast. Um, but this is for the band called Roundhouse. Um, and I'm an avid family guy listener. And so all I could think of is Peter Griffin mm. saying Roadhouse. As yeah. He but this is not Roadhouse. This is not Roadhouse. This is Roundhouse. Uh, but when you want to add the finishing touch to your special event, whether in the tri-state area or beyond, Roundhouse is an energetic nine-piece band made up, made up of professional musicians from the Philadelphia area. Uh, they bring a unique uh, blend of sound customized for your guests, whether it's your corporate affair, wedding, fundraiser, or special occasion they perform the greatest hits from the 40s all the way up to the present. Um, so when you are looking to create timeless memories, the Roundhouse Band is your answer. For more information and inquiries, you can visit them at roundhouseband.net. And I have to say, Rob. Wait, let's spell it out real quick for our listeners. It's round, R-O-U-N-D, house, as it is, H-U. H O U S E, good God. Band, B A N D dot net. Again, roundhouseband.net. Yeah. And I've seen them actually play at a wedding before. So I just want to call that out. Like, I've seen Roundhouse play. I, this is kind of how we got the ad. And it was, um, they were incredible. 
I mean, they did everything from like pop hits, like your uptown funks of the world. Like everyone wants to hear that, you know, at a wedding. And they, they did uh, Rosalita from Bruce Springsteen for a Jersey crowd here yeah. listening to us. They, I mean, they ran the gamut and they the, were incredible. The dance floor was packed. The dance floor, yeah, Rob was there too. The dance floor was absolutely packed at this wedding. Roundhouse was awesome. They, they, they really brought it. They brought it. Uh, cause that was a, that was a late wedding and they went deep into the night and it was awesome. I've seen him a couple of times too. And I don't think, I don't think the fact base that we got from the band actually gives them justice. They say from the forties to the present, these guys cater to all crowds. They yeah. know how to get, they know how to get the young kids on the dance floor. They know how to get the old folks on the dance floor. They get it done. They get the job done. That's what you, that's what you want. They just went on a business trip. Yeah. Right. And highly, speak, highly recommend. Speaking of getting the job done. That's the job for the Villanova Wildcats on Sunday. We don't know the time yet. We assume it'll be probably more afternoon than evening. Uh, but we have a big game versus the Ohio State Buckeyes, the seven-seeded Ohio State Buckeyes. They beat Loyola Chicago. Um, you and I had a disagreement. You got the better end of that one this time. You said that Ohio State was going to win. I picked Loyola Chicago, though I did note that I was doing it a little bit to just keep it interesting and disagree with you. <laughs> uh, but uh, we, do, that we being, do it for the listeners. That being said, uh, Ohio State got the job done and pretty easy fashion in today's game. The game ended 54-41, so a 13-point spread, which is pretty significant in a 7-10 matchup. Uh, but in addition to that, it felt bigger. Yeah. Like. LUC only had 41 points in the game total. Uh, it was a slow, it was a slow grinded out type of game. So it wasn't played at the highest level, no. but they, but, but Ohio state really kind of took control of that game early into the second half and really never looked back. Yeah. So Ohio state uh, did what it had to do and they advanced, uh, they advanced the NCAA tournament and looked convincing in doing so, which is more than you can say for a lot of other big 10 teams. Uh, but Neither here nor there. That's who we are slated to play on Sunday. And look, Ohio State, the discussion around Ohio State uh, starts and ends with EJ Liddell. Uh, this guy is an all-American um, level candidate. I believe on Ken Palm, he's actually the sixth-ranked Ken Palm player of the year. Uh, so obviously, he is a massive, massive piece and contributor to these uh, to this Ohio State Buckeyes team. We mentioned on the last podcast that Ohio State really stumbled down the stretch, uh, down the stretch run, losing about, I think they've lost four of their last six games, but obviously got a win in a round of 64 uh, to advance. So look, what are you going to get tomorrow? This is a team that's been ranked top 20 throughout the year. This is a hard matchup. This is not you know, ever going to be an easy quote unquote matchup. Once you reach the round of 32, there's no, uh, there's no, there's no more shitty teams yeah. left in the field. But the one thing I'll say is that this is a comfortable matchup for us. They don't blow you away with athleticism. They have some, right? Obviously they're Ohio state. They're a big 10 school. They got sure. some athleticism um, to speak of. It's not like they're just a bunch of, you know, slubs walking around the court. They're a high talent. Uh, high athlete, high athletic team uh, from the Big Ten, but they are they play at a relatively slow tempo, very comfortable for us. They don't do anything 
that is blow you away level other than the fact that Liddell is just an absolute hell of a player mm-hmm. uh, averaging almost uh, 20 points per game on the year 19.6 actually to be exact uh, points uh, per game on the year uh, with a 37.6% from behind the arc. So an, a depth three-point shooter. This guy can attack you at all three levels. Eight rebounds a game uh, to go along with that as well, along with three blocks. So he's a hell of a well-rounded player, and you can understand why he's an All-American candidate. Yeah. The other guy that you need to be aware of is uh, Malachi Branham, who is a freshman guard, six foot five, so he's got some really good size. He is, those two guys are the only two guys on Ohio State who average double digits and have throughout the season. Also, those are the only two guys who scored in double digits this past game. So basically, if we're able to control them or limit them, we should feel pretty good about this. So it's going to be a test, certainly for our big men in terms of whoever's matching up against Liddell. That said, we haven't had too much trouble dealing with competent, big men throughout the year obviously we can point to different games against purdue and ucla and we can nitpick there but all in all size generally hasn't bothered us these are just good players that you have to control yeah am i concerned no but is this going to be a good team yes is chris holtman a good coach yes absolutely ohio state was the number two seed last year they did lose but chris holtman knows how to get these guys motivated he knows how to get the job done uh look I, i think villanova gets a win on this one I feel good about that moving into the Sweet 16. But it's is it going to be a 20-point win like we had against uh, Delaware? I don't think so. No, I agree. I mean, look, they are number 29 in Ken Palm. We're number 11. We're probably projected to win by a couple points. I'm actually going to check that out right now as we speak. We're in Vegas, um, so we get the the waves of Vegas just giving us that Five insight. points. We're expected to win by five points in a – in a 62 possession game, that's a slow game. Um, so we're expected to win uh, by five points. Uh, okay. So, so look, a comf- that would be a comfortable win. I think we end up getting it done by six to eight points. I think we end we end up being up about four points or so with a minute left and get a couple hit a couple free throws a down the stretch to I- yeah. I- ice the game. That's how I think this is going to go. I don't think we're ever going to feel like we're going to lose this game but we're never going to feel like we comfortably ran away with it. Yeah, sir. That's kind of how I see it going because it's just not going to be a high scoring affair. Uh, But look, neither here nor there. We got two versus seven um, on Sunday. That's all you can ask for with a right to go to the sweet 16. Tennessee got the job done versus Longwood. Very Um, clearly, very, very clearly uh, versus Longwood. Um, And they will play, I believe, Michigan in their second round game. Mm -hmm. Um, So boo, Michigan, boo, Michigan. But you can look forward to probably play Tennessee in the next matchup if we get past Ohio State. Um, And then deeper down the line, you would look at the top end of the bracket. Arizona is up there. Illinois escaped. By Barely. the skin of their oh teeth uh, versus the Chattanooga Mocs. Did not so, deserve that. Ever. So so the top of the bracket um, also still all around uh, while chaos has ensued elsewhere. So <coughs> all in all, I think that's all we have to cover today. Yeah. Uh, can we do a quick shout for the rest of the Big East? Because it was an interesting day. Real quick. Providence uh, got the job done. Providence got the job done. Marquette did Marquette not. failed to show up straight up. Like that like, was 
embarrassing. It's an absolute embarrassment for their program. I saw it said well, it was the, lar- wait, the largest loss yeah. between an 8-9 game in history. Yeah. That's terrible. Yeah, against a team in North Carolina that is honestly not that good. Yeah, that was – just not that good. We were talking them up before this, too. That's really a big miss. Uh, it was a really big miss. And I, I think they should be ashamed of themselves. That's yeah. literally how bad of a performance that they put up in yesterday's game. But on the I other was, side, Creighton. On the other side, Creighton has Woo. the largest testicles that you could ever ask a team to have. <laughs> and I, I say that like kind of joking, but like it's kind of like it's like they are incredible with their with their thing. And if you're hearing snoring in the background, it's because our friend Walter, who we've kindly asked to stop sleeping, yeah, because he has to get ready to go to dinner tonight is still fucking asleep and snoring. Yeah. So, Walter, if you're listening to this, wake up. Yeah, please. <laughs> there we go. There we, there we go. go. We got right. it. We woke up. All right. That's All right. good. That's good. So, moving right along. Seton Hall goes tonight. We haven't obviously seen their game yet. Yeah. And then, finally, um, UConn. <laughs> also also terrible. <laughs> Vegas Vegas doing a number on, uh, <laughs> on our throats. The smoke, the smoke is real in Vegas, folks. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna Jesus lose Christ. we're gonna lose blood here but yeah yukon also an embarrassment yesterday really just we're not in that game we were big obviously on yukon before the tournament really really disappointing for a team that we thought had a chance to actually make a run so now at this point the biggies chances are coming down to villanova Sounds familiar. <laughs> Just happens every single year. I'm we, dying. We're here, giving man. we're giving Walter a hard time. I'm Just dying. be giving you a hard time. Yeah, Jeez, I know. Get some, you got a bottle of water right yeah, here. Get, get some water here. Hold on, hold on, folks. We're giving Chris the water right now that he needs. Jesus. All oh right. my God. Let's go, JMJ. Let's go. I, um, I don't think we need much more left in this podcast as it is. I don't think so. One quick shout. Um, since we are in Vegas and it was super cool, we've watched games now two different places. One was the Cosmo yesterday. Really super cool, unique experience. I don't know that I've ever been. We basically went to a an NCAA tournament watching event. I don't know that I've ever been in a place that had so many dudes together, but it was fun. We had yeah. a great time, hung out there basically the entire day. All we did was watch college basketball, eat and drink. Highly recommend it. Today was Top Golf, also super cool. So we contrasted inside with outside. Absolutely have a blast. Look, if you have a chance to get out to Vegas, for the first weekend of the tournament, highly recommend it. We're having a great time so far. Obviously helped with the Villanova win. Hopefully that continues on Sunday. But, yeah, I mean, I guess, look, we'll keep it pretty tight for the audience. It's obviously rapid fire. We've got a game in, you know, I don't know, 36 hours, 48 hours, something, something like that, like whatever that. it is, however many hours whatever we have left. time is, I don't know. We lost time <laughs> out here. It's amazing that we even watch the game on time. Yeah, it's, it's very true. All right, Bilotti's dying. So I'm I dying. Guess, I, guess I that, literally have to get out of this let's, podcast. Let's, let's wrap this one up. So thank you. Thank you, everybody, for listening. And as always, let's go Nova.